Hello? All right, all right, all right, all right. Sorry, I can't. I can't stand the whole time and do that. This is too much, too much. Got to sit down, got to relax, got to breathe a little bit, get ready for it. So, Welcome, guys, to the last series of Jesus is King. I am Trajan, if you don't know me already. Um, first and foremost, I just want to thank each and every one of you for just allowing me to be a part of this journey and to be able to worship with you guys, talk to you guys one-on-one, and just share a little bit of your story with me so then, you know, I can learn from experience being around the right type of people. Um, let me get ready here real quick. Know that all of you have a special place in my heart and you guys are going to do amazing things. You guys are all loved, not only by me, but by the one up above, right? You, got, you all have a very, very special plan, and you guys are all a part of the process right now. Don't give up. Keep going and keep moving. Can I get it? We're moving. We're moving. We're moving. We're moving. We're moving. All right. All right. So today, I, again, this is not the first time that Kyle has been asking me to preach. So kind of getting the idea of sooner or later I have to do this, I have to step up, because again, there's a point where it's no, no more excuses, right? No more excuses. So today, I wanted to emphasize about probably the most important thing when it comes to being a Christian and what it means to believe and to just wake up every morning and to have this factor in your life. Today, I want to talk about the most important thing in my life, the most important thing that I wake up to, the thing that makes me keep going, and... I did not even, wow. Um, that's crazy. But I want to talk about something that's always been a part of my life and that's always going to keep me going. It's the thing that keeps me going and challenges me and keeps me humble. Today, I want to talk about faith, the living dream. So, as I was walking around talking to you individuals, I was trying to figure out what I wanted to talk about today and kind of how I wanted to demonstrate faith and how you should believe and how you should continue the story of what you want to do with faith. Um, so just walking around talking, uh, everyone told me to talk about my life story and my situation that I was in and how faith has challenged me and blessed me at the same time. And if you haven't already heard my story a thousand times already, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to tell you one more time. Bear with me. Follow me in my plan, follow the story, right? So me coming from a sports background, being an athlete, you're always being physically challenged, mentally challenged, and to doing something, going through an obstacle, going through a challenge, whether it's practice, um, waking up every morning to lift weights, or just be in the atmosphere with a bunch of other players that are trying to be you in your position. Um, faith has always been around me, guys, always, since the very beginning, and probably with you yourself, it's always been around you. You may have never noticed it because it's not something that you can see, but faith is just a type of energy, a type of energy that you're always going to need and have. Um, to continue my story, faith has always been around me. And it wasn't necessarily a good type of faith at one point. It was about something that was kind of controlling me that wasn't necessarily being able to force or influence others by. Um, at the time, as I was in sports, I wasn't able to come to church a lot because it would take up so much time. And by that time, faith was about me. So I was more faithful about myself than faithful about Jesus. And at the time, they 
told me that I need to rely on myself and I need to choose myself over everything so that I can get the job done. At the time, I was so mentally into my head and saying that I was the best at everything and I was the one that would get the job done. But really, I wasn't at all. It was about Jesus. Jesus was the one that gave me the power. Jesus is the one that put me in the position to be in the sport. So by this time, I was never really knew until I started coming into church that I was really struggling with knowing that it wasn't about me. It was never about me. So with sports, it kind of put me in this position that I was all about myself and I would be, you know, those big airheads that you would see. It'd just be all about me and I'd kind of be a little confident, more confident than I would like to be. So two years ago, I had to face with a ACL injury and I had to get major surgery. And to continue with the story that um, at the time, I think that I was just all by myself and I wanted to continue the journey of football. I wanted to be the best as I could be. I wanted to come back. I wanted to focus on myself, but it wasn't about me. So what did Jesus do? He made me go through it again just so I can learn the experience. He wanted me to face those realities again that it wasn't about me. That it wasn't about what was in my head and going through on, like why, asking, me, asking me these questions of why was none of this happening? Why was it happening in the first place? Why did I go through the same thing over and over again? Why did I go through the same struggles that I used to? Why did it take me nine months to prepare for something that just injured me again? But I believe it was God's calling. Faith has tested my limits, and it's what's kept me going. Um, as I like to say, and as I like to explain what faith is and how strong it could be, I like to explain it by faith is basically like a crossroad. So that's the next one, Ashton, if you could. Um, basically, it's the comparison of faith, right? So you got faith going one way, and you have discipline and all the challenges and everything that you're going through in the other. So by you having that stronger faith, it'll go up, and then you having that discipline will also go. So you need to have stronger discipline in order for you to have stronger faith. And first and foremost, just shout out to everyone that explained the Bible to me, the Bible app, of course, because, I mean, Generation Z, we're all about our phones, right? We're all about technology and everything that's about us. And I just want to just say thank you to the Bible app. It's given me the message that I wanted to explain tonight, and it's helped me so much through along. And... Just want to give a shout out. Faith is a crossroad. And we all have to decide whether or not we want to continue our faith and our discipline in order for those to grow. So basically, I have a five-step rule of how you can continue your faith and how you can build it stronger. For me anyways, you don't have to necessarily take this as your own. But just keep in mind what I believe and what I take in. You know, it's not about me. It's about him. So the first step I wanted to say was... Remember your past. That's all it takes. Remember your past. Remember what you went through, right? As I like to see it is, remember that person that you were on this side, right? Remember the same struggles, the same situations that we were in. Remember the same dark places that you had to deal with, especially in high school, guys. There is so many kids out there that I'm just like, wow, you are rude. You are mean. You hurt my feelings. Why do you want nothing but the worst from me? By going through these things, you were this person over here. But by continuing the faith, by continuing to come to Wednesday nights, by continuing to listen to our amazing youth pastors every Wednesday, you are now this new person. You are now the new generation, the generation everyone looks up to. You are now the generation that has faith. So you're still the same person that you once were, going through the same struggles and the same situations and the same darkness, 
but by with faith, you can have belief, you can have love, you can have a community. Faith is everything. Faith is everything. The first verse, so like, you know, this is my first time, so I don't really have necessarily a story for you, but I have verses that really hit me hard and kept me going through the long struggles. So my first verse is going to be in Hebrews 11, 1 through 3. If you want to take notes, um, anything that you want to do to remind you, get it down. But it's basically in the uh, Message Bible. Shout out again to Kyle for just allowing me to read the Bible and just learn. I want to thank him again. Um, Hebrews 11, 1 through 3. Faith and what we don't see. The fundamental fact of existing is that this trust in God, this faith, this faith, is the firm foundation under everything that makes life worth living. It's our hand on what we can't see. The act of faith is what distinguished our ancestors, ancestors and set them above the crowd. It's what defines us, guys. Our ancestors had it, and that's what made them great. Faith is what we need, and faith is everything. So my next step would be number two, Ashton. How did you get through that moment, right? Think about that. By remembering your past, you have to remember how did you get through the moment. Was it with a friend? Was it with a lady or a boy? Was it with your parents? Faith is something you got to believe in the Lord. Faith is something that's going to help you answer your problems and get you through the, situa get you through the situation. So again, talking about the sports, sports life, right? Um, I don't think they really, they don't, like, in sports, it's so hard because they make you push yourself to the ultimate limit. So there was times and moments to where I was just so hurting mentally that I couldn't even translate it into words and I couldn't even talk to people about it. But by continuing the faith will lead you to another day. Going through the struggles that I went through, I had to literally sit there and lay down for a whole week just because I was hurting so bad from the first ACL surgery that I had to overcome what was happening mentally and I had to remember how I got through it. So this is like another important question because I've always thought about this. It's always been in the back of my mind. And to raise a hand, have any of you, have any of you thought that you never got an answer to God? Going through something, you always going through the struggle, right? Am I the only one? Good, got a couple of people. So now I'm gonna answer that question with another question. I heard it once, and I know it's in the Bible for sure. It's in Psalms. I couldn't find it. Psalms is just so long. So it's probably Psalms 1001. Um, I heard to be still and let God do his thing. Be still and let God do God. Sometimes the reason we're not getting the answers to our questions is that we're not willing to pause and wait long enough to hear what he has to reveal. Notice how I didn't say, be busy and wait for God's answer. We have to be still and wait. We have to control our minds, not let ourselves get in, in our own head, and be still and wait. And notice that I'm not even like trying to say that, just sit there and wait like a nice Sunday afternoon. We're driving back to Albuquerque from Rio Doso, and I just got thrown at oranges, and I'm just sitting there waiting Shout out Ashton. 
because he was just so upset on the way home that he was just, he was just so mad and he just, I'm not, I'm not saying waiting like a log, guys. I'm not saying waiting like that. Know that he speaks through people. By waiting, waiting means serving. Serving is doing the little things right and helping others and being by the right people. Be still, serve, pray about it, talk about it. You will get your answer. Okay. Um, so how do we get this answer, right? How do we get him to be able to talk to us? So how I kind of translated all that, because there's so many different types of answers, right? Which is like prayer, talking about it, reading about it. But essentially, it's about the Holy Spirit, right? The Holy Spirit will talk to us. That's his way of transmitting that little message, that little email, that text, that will give us the answer to what we want or what we need. When we ask, that's his way of giving. The Holy Spirit is him speaking directly to you through his spirit. So how do we build that Holy Spirit? How do we be able to get to this point to where, oh yeah, I know what he's saying. I know what his answer is. And of course, that's just by reading the word, being consistent, being disciplined, along with having stronger faith. So again, everything goes around the crossroads. You need to continue doing you. You need to continue the story, continue working, and continue striving to get closer and closer to him every single day. So by doing this, our next, my next step, which is step three, is to keep listening. I cannot urge you guys enough that we need to be able to keep listening in order to have the other factors work. Keep listening, be still, and wait. He will never abandon you in a time of need. He is a good, good father. He will never abandon you in a time of need. How I see it, especially just coming in day, at, day in and day out every Wednesday night is it's about the process of listening in the valley. It's a process of waiting in the valley. It's a process of reading the Bible in the valley so that the mountaintop is that much sweeter, so that the calling is that much sweeter, so that the blessing is that much sweeter. Think about it. If you had everything figured out, you wouldn't need faith. You wouldn't need this. You could just simply live by your understanding, by your logic, by your rules, and not by faith. But because we need this, because we're here, because we're wanting to get better, because you don't understand something, that gives you the unique opportunity, the blessing for him just to deepen your faith. And that's what it's all about. That's why we're all here, to continue the faith, to remind others, to spread the love, to spread the word of the Bible. We're just a big, we're just a little tiny chunk because it's not about us anymore. I think I, think I actually heard that last week, actually. Something about, it's not about me anymore. It's not about us anymore. It's about him. And it's about him because Jesus is king. Amen? Jesus is king. Amen? So by deepening your faith, we have to know by continuing this journey that our next step, Jesus 
is faithful to firm foundation. He is everything. And you have to sacrifice your all. You have to sacrifice everything you got just to believe in him. Remember what God has done. You accept what God is doing. You trust what he's going to do. Accept that God is control. Accept that he is the Lord. He's one that is above all. He is continuously changing our lives and changing our heart drastically. And he's continue to show you the way and show you the process. That's what it's all about. It's a process. If you can just choose to trust God despite all, then you will break through a new level of intimacy with him. You will know his presence in the middle of the storm. Ashen. Believing is choosing. Believing is choosing. I cannot emphasize that enough. And guys, let me tell you a little secret. When you choose to believe, that's enough. Don't stop wanting to believe. Prepare to listen. Prepare to wait because we're in it for the long run. We're in it for the long run and we're not doing it because of us. It's not about us anymore. It's about him. It's about what he wants to do with us. It's about how we need to stand out for others. It's how we need to lead for others. When we have faith, we have hope in the dark. When we have faith, we can take on the day. When we have faith, life is just that much sweeter. Because you grew to new God and you grow that relationship with him and you build that relationship up during the hard times and because you go through the things that you went through, he will reveal even more of his love, his faithfulness and his grace. And if that doesn't mean anything to you guys, I don't know what does. Like, like I, I literally... Don't know what does. Like, I don't even need the mic. I literally don't know what else to tell you. Come on. When we have the faith, he will reveal. We earned, we reveal more of his love, more of his grace, and his faithfulness. I actually went a lot faster than I thought it would be going, but so my last step, which is number five, embrace now and move. Embrace now and move forward. Listen, guys, life is hard. I don't care what anyone says. High school is hard. Whatever you're going through is hard. Whatever challenges you go hard or whatever challenges you is hard. But even in his most difficult moments, he is still a good father. He will never let you down, and he will keep going for you. Let's think about it this way. And this is probably super ridiculous because at first I didn't believe it. And I had to be told this at least every time I went to church just to be reminded and just how strong these words are. These words are. 
He loves us so much that he sent his only son to die on the cross for us. So let's take that in. Take that in. He loves us so much. He sent his only son to die for us. He's a good father. He's a faithful father. Faith. <laughs> Faith is a process of making something challenging, grabbing it, right? Controlling it, waiting for the call and living in the moment and making it into glory. That's what it's about. Faith is what's gonna make us or break us. It's either gonna heal us or it's gonna break us down. It's gonna make us love one another or we hurt each other. Faith is everything we need. Faith is everything we need. And I just need to keep reminding you guys because faith is something that could just always be in every message, in every sermon that could possibly be. It's literally in the sentence, we need to be faithful. God is faithful. It's, I hear it everywhere, everywhere. It's ridiculous. It's like how many McDonald's we have in the United States and all across the world. That's how many times we need to hear faithful. Faith is a process of making something challenging in the moment and making it into glory. So guys, my challenge, my question at the same time is, how strong is your faith? How strong is your faith in the moment of the dark times? How strong is your faith going to be at hard moments that are going to test you like another? How strong is your faith with you? How far are you willing to go with Jesus? How far are you willing to go with that relationship? Believing is choosing, and he's the firm foundation. The challenge is just to pray and ask God for more faith and to overcome your belief. How can you grow with your faith? How can you remember him in the time of bad? I have one more verse for you tonight before we do the prayer and wrap it up. But this is probably one of the most, my most favorite verses. And it's going to be Isaiah 41.10. It says, I pulled you over from all over the world. I called you from every dark corner of earth, telling you, you're my servant, serving on my side. I've picked you. I haven't dropped you. Don't panic. I'm with you. There's no need to fear, for I am your God. I am your faithful God. I am the one that will take you to the glory, I am the one that will take you to the kingdom of heaven. I'm with you. I'll give you strength and I will help you. I'll hold you steady and keep a firm grip on you. Count on it.
everyone who had it in for you will end up out in the cold. Real losers. Those who worked against you will end up empty-handed. Nothing to show for their lives. When you go out to look for your old advisories, which is just like enemies, you won't find them. Not a trace of your old enemies, not even a memory. <laughs> That's right. Because I, your God, have a firm grip on you and I'm not letting go. I'm telling you, don't panic. I'm right here to help you. How will you continue to grow your faith? It's a crossroad. Faith and discipline. You guys all are so special and so authentic. You guys have a dream. Pursue it. Don't stop believing. Keep going. Have faith. Because when God moves, when God moves, continue the faith and keep going. If you had it, everything figured out, you wouldn't need faith. But that's why we're here. We're here to continue and grow and learn. And I'm just so thankful that we have amazing pastors and amazing leaders to continue why I should be having faith. Keep going, guys. It's the middle of the week. Got one more week. Let's keep going. Let's finish strong. If you guys can stand with me, we'll finish off with a prayer. I hope if anything from tonight that you guys can have some clarity and you guys can rest tonight knowing that you have faith and that the faith will continue. It's always going to be challenging you, but that's only meaning that it's only going to give you more blessings. I hope that you can go home tonight and tell, them, tell the whole world about why we should be faithful, what it means to be faithful, and continue the story. Let's pray. God, I would pray that we would continue the story with a faith as high as our ancestors. That, Lord, when we are ready to go to battle, that we are ready to go to battle knowing that we get closer and closer to you. We're in it for the long run. Use us to spread your goodness and grace, God. Keep us humble and keep us fighting that no matter what situation, we are still able to believe like a wildfire. Because Lord, when you move, we listen. And because of that, we keep going. And because of that, our faith grows and our trust in you keeps going. Thank you for allowing us to have this last Wednesday night. Jesus, you are king. We're moving. Thank you for everything. Amen.